Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a long time. I'm so glad to see you guys in the room. Hey, y'all. <laughs> you can uh, leave a comment for me. Speak to me as you come in. I am so excited to get on here and share this topic for Emotion Monday. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Let me go ahead and get this introduction out of the way. Emotion, if for some of you that don't know, is a play on words. E is for electronic. Motion is movement. Um, God, I prayed about this. God had told me that Mondays are a hard day for people to come off the weekend. So this is just to give you a push, maybe even a confirmation that you need to get through your week to give you those spiritual Jesus hot, juicy nuggets, Jesus nuggets, as I call them. So you could chew on them for a while, last you and sustain you until you can, you know, get some more strength from God. Hey, guys, I see you guys coming in. Hey, Clyde. Hey, Tuesday. I can't see who that is because it comes up Facebook user, but I'm just going to uh, go ahead and pull these up. Hey, 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 y'all. <laughs> hey, um. So again, um, and also I want to greet my podcast listeners. This does upload onto my podcast. Right when I'm done, I try to upload it. So I want to thank my podcast listeners so much. They come in um, and tune in all around the world. You know, it blows my mind sometimes, you know, different countries that do tune in and, you know, listen on a regular basis. So I thank you guys for coming in. Um, whew, you guys. This topic is something serious. This topic is something, oh no, what happened to my little background? This topic is something serious. This topic is something major. It is definitely an elephant in the room. I don't know if any of you have noticed there is a lot of uh, new age, it's witchcraft, it's stuff that's going on. And let me tell you, this weekend, I have been going through warfare. You hear me? Warfare to get this message across to you guys. But I know I'm equipped. I know I am God's child. And it is something when you know that he when heaven backs you, you know, that is such a reassurance and comforting feeling when you know that heaven backs you. And I know heaven backs me 100%. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't be on here, right? <laughs> I know I'm on the winning side. And my whole thing is just, I just want healing. You know, I just, this is what this whole ministry is about. It's about healing. And I just want to kind of slow walk you guys. I don't, I didn't do a blog as I've explained before, that God wanted me to just be present and let him speak through me. Not that he doesn't speak through my blogs, but he just wants me to totally depend on him in these moments to address things. So you guys, I don't know if you guys know, basically the mission statement for this ministry comes from Isaiah 61, one through three. And I just want to read it. You guys don't understand. I've been praying, communing, you know, I mean, when I tell you warfare, warfare you know i broke out in hives my back started hurting it was it was a lot of stuff this weekend that wore me out so surprisingly like right now i'm fine i'm fine right now <laughs> but that's what think what we're going what was going on but you know nothing that will stop me you know this is how i know 
that this message is important. So I'm just going to read to you guys um, my mission statement for this uh, ministry for the Psalms of My Emotions. Come from Isaiah 61, 1 3. And I consider this to be the Jesus um, uh, message, like the Jesus uh, mission statement. So the spirit of the Lord of the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim release from confinement and condemnation to the physical and spiritual captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance and retribution of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion the following, to give them a turban instead of dust on their heads, a sign of mourning, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a disheartened spirit. So they will be called the trees of righteousness, strong and magnificent, distinguished for integrity, justice and right standing with God. This is the amplified version, y'all. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. This is the reason for this ministry. I heal, you know, I aid in healing for God's glory. You know, I come and as my uh, sister in Christ Tuesday texted me to set the captives free. That is what I do. And, and how many of you know that is not an easy job? The enemy don't want you to set. He don't want nobody free. He don't want nobody free from his entrapment, right? He wants nobody free from his schemes and tricks, right? So I'm seeing a lot of things going on right now. And I think people are not aware. So the subject of this is called Witch Witch. And I titled that because we're calling people witches that may not be a witch. In all actuality, how do you know you're not a witch, right? Because we don't evaluate ourselves. And it's so easy to get entrapped and, and get entangled, you know, in things that we don't know when we fall into things. That's right. Once us all stuck in cycles, right? The enemy never wants us to um, go forward, you know, go, I would say, to go deeper, to go forward in the will of God, right? Because that's why we're all here. We're all supposed to follow the plans and the will of God. So let me go ahead and get into my notes here. Because I just jotted down a few notes just to kind of keep me on track with what I want to talk about. Um, so we're going to start off, you know, what is a witch or warlock? You know, what is that? You know, and, and um, so basically the definition um, that I gathered was one who practices magic by using occult formulas, incantations, and mystic mutterings. And then I'm going to go ahead and go a little deeper. It's manipulation and it's control, right? So we're going to go and dive a little deeper with that because sometimes, I don't know, it's this misconception because you know we're dealing and we're fighting with the spirit, right? It's just dealing in this misconception that a witch is a person. Like it's a person that just pops out of nowhere and then that's who they are, right? That is a spirit. That is a spirit, you know, um, and, and God was just speaking to me as I was coming and getting ready that, you know, witches don't just come, just come up. They're raised up, right? They're raised up. They're taught. They're filled, right? You know, it's, it's, it's a little, it's little subtle things that led up to a full throttle okay, I'm about to do this magic. I'm about to do this, you know, incantations. I'm going to do all of this. It's a subtle thing that comes up. It don't just appear, right? 
it don't just appear. And for you guys, some of you guys that may know my story, you know, I wasn't doing any spells, you know, or anything like that, but I had the spirit of manipulation and control, you know, in my marriage, right? It, it got worse when I got married. So like I always say, it's, it's, it's crazy that it came up in a holy covenant, a holy covenant. So I always tell people, you know, if you want to get married and you, you got some things that's going on with you, you're going to see all them demons when you get married. Anything that you're fighting with on your own, marriage is not the resolution. When you go in there, all your demons is going to manifest because you're entering into a holy covenant. So it's going to show itself. Everything's going to be uncovered. So I was uncovered right? In my marriage, it uncovered that, you know, that control, it uncovered that manipulation. And then as I, you know, joined church and, and everything was surrounded, you know, by love, by loving people, it caused me to evaluate myself and it caused me to dig deeper. It caused me to, to know how hurt I was, right? So that's the root. I was hurt. That is the root of you know with with witchcraft and and what when you when you see witches and all the the root is being hurt so if you ever ask and talk you know and speak or if they ever share their story the bottom they come from a very um just either a very hurtful background they've been hurt you know they have mo mom and dad issues uh disappointments um it could come from abandonment is one abandonment rejection is a strong one so if there most of the time the root is that right so it don't just come out of nowhere it don't just come out of nowhere it starts with that that's the root is hurt and there was no one as they came up that loved them enough you know that it just started it just they became bitter then they became became one to hurt people and wanted to do things to people, you know, and wanted to, to control the environment because I feel that, you know, because I'm trying to control things, you know, because I've been hurt and I'm really trying to protect myself. Now I feel that I have the authority to control my environment. And that's manipulation. You, God, you know, oh, I want, don't want to get so deep into this because I'm just starting. That's just deeper in my notes, right? <laughs> You know, because the God's will, anything that, and I mean, it's so simple. Anytime you try to control the will of God, you are in danger of entering, entering into witchcraft. It, it may sound innocent enough, but it's, it's when you do that, you're entering into manipulation and you're, you're trying to control the will of God and you have to go how God wants you to go. You have to go where God wants you to go. You have to obey. You need total obedience to God for you fall subject to witchcraft, right? So again, I had put in my notes, what is the root? Unresolved hurt and bitterness. We can't go around being hurt. So if you're hurt in any instance, and you know that you're hurt, you know, sometimes it be, you become prideful when someone hurts you or, you know, it's like, I'm not hurt. That don't hurt. But what it does is that you're kind of, you've kind of opened that door up to pride. You've opened the door up to pride. So now you're carrying around this hurt and then it turns to bitterness. 
And then once it turns to bitterness, it gets a lot harder to come out, you know, to come out of that. So now we start thinking, now we start just being, you know, just want ill will towards people or that's what they get and it, it don't get any better. And what we do is open up the door. That's what we do. That is the door. All the devil needs is a door. All the devil needs is an entryway. He just needs a little slither, a little slither of hope that he could come and enter in. And hurt is a little entryway that the devil could come in. So that's why it's not okay to walk around hurt. It's not okay to walk around with the spirit of rejection. It's not okay to walk around with a spirit with the spirit of bitterness. We shouldn't ignore that. You know, saints of God should not ignore that. So we're going to get into it. We're like, well, what am I supposed to do? And how do I combat that? But again, we can't ignore how we feel. You know, I just say that with this, with this ministry, you know, it's the Psalms of my emotions. There will come a testimony that comes out of you realizing how you feel, you know, out of the deliverance of how you feel, right? Because the root of my manipulation and control, because I didn't feel like I had control over my life, right? So I felt like nothing was going to happen until I made it happen, right? So I got married on the pretense that I made it happen. I controlled that thing, right? I control that. Oh, I'm going to get married at this age. Oh, I'm going to have this at this age. Oh, I'm and I did this thing, which was is a dangerous word to use, is manifesting. You know, God, you have to go by God's will. And you know, it will manifest. But we shouldn't take that word of us manifesting anything. That's a dangerous word to use in that context. You know, as far as like, I will manifest it. No, we have we have no power. So when you feel like you have the power to do that, you're creeping into that little river of witchcraft, right? You're controlling God's will. You're controlling and what his plans is for your life. And a lot of times, you know, if, you, if we've been in God enough, we know that we have to go through some stuff because it makes us. We have to go through some stuff because we have to be refined. We have to go through some fire so we can come out pure as gold. There are some things that are in us that need to be, be burned up, right? There are some things that came from past generations, from past, you know, generational curses. There are things that has to be burnt up. So there are things that has to happen to us, right? Anybody commented? Go ahead and comment. <laughs> You know, because this is getting good to me. You know, any we have to go through a process. And sometimes we shy away from that process. And then we try to control us not going through what we need to go through. We try to control us not going through the fire. Right? We need to go through this fire for refinement. Just think about it. I always say deliverance and all of that stuff is it's, it's a filtration. Right? Because we were born in sin, <laughs> shaping in iniquity, as David would, you know, would say. That's what we are. So there are things every day that this flesh, this flesh is something else. We don't, we're not going to get it right all the time. We're not perfect every day. 
And so we have to continually purify ourselves. The more that we try to be like Christ, you know, the closer we get, there's little by little, he's not going to burn us up all at once because it'll kill us. But as we go from level to level, there are things that have to be burned up that we can't take with us. And sometimes even with that, knowing that we have to be processed, we try to control not being processed. And that can lead to an open door for the enemy. He's trying to get that hurt out of you. He's trying to get that rejection out of you. He's trying to get that bitterness out of you. And we try to stop it and control it. But that is what's needed for our next step. Right? <laughs> I know I'm throwing a lot. <laughs> That's a big one. Yes. Definitely. You know, we try to control us out of the process and then we get sucked up into what the enemy wants us to do. So let me see what else is on our, our, our uh, notes that I have. The doors to witchcraft. I've, I've said that. Manipulation and control. So in order to know if we're operating in that, we have to do frequent, frequent check. I can't talk, y'all. Frequent check-ins with ourselves. Frequent check-ins. We have to do a check-ins. And that and how you do the check-ins is through prayer and through worshiping. God will show you yourself. I mean, he will put a mirror, a big old mirror in front of you and show you who you are. You know, some of us try to uh, um, eliminate that, that mirror. I call it the mirror moment. You know, it's prayer. We say prayer, we say worshiping. I call that the mirror moment, right? I don't use prayer as a time to, to get what I want, to make a request to God. I take it as, Father, I'm here. You see me, but show me what you see, right? That's how I kind of use that moment, especially worship. I'm, I'm God, I'm acknowledging who you are. And in the return, you're you putting this big old mirror in front of my face and showing me myself. So those that are in, in that deep hurt, they get out of the presence of God. It, it'll be subtle. Like, you know, all of a sudden we'll stop praying. You know, the prayer times will get shorter. Um, we'll skip prayer days. We didn't got tired. We don't want to pray. We don't want to worship anymore. And though you're missing your mirror moments. You're missing those reevaluation moments. You're missing those moments. You're missing those moments where God wants to show you the entryways in which Satan could come in. Right? <laughs> We're missing those opportunities. Those are opportunities. You know, God doesn't want prayer and worship to be like such a chore. He wants you to want to be in his presence to let me show you, daughter, who you are. Let me show you, son, who you are. Let me show you your mistakes. They're not, they're not, you're not far away. I can help you. I can I can help you fix that. I can give you a solution. Work on this. Do this. But when we get to such a deeper level of bitterness and, and just um, you know, just what we feel, hatred and jealousy and all of that stuff, it gets harder and harder to submit to God because then we feel that we got it all, all under control. I have a right to feel this way. 
God, I don't have to go to you. I know what to do. I know what to do in this situation. God, you ain't got to tell me. You know, I know how to how to get this person to do this and this and that. I know how what to say to this person. Oh, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. And God didn't tell you to do anything of the sort. Right? And then it gets deeper and deeper. You get entangled in things. And then now you're trying things. And then now you're just, you can't see where you have stepped your foot in witchcraft. You know, you're, you're putting on crystals. You're putting on all of these things. You're, you're, you know, listening to things. You're listening to certain kinds of music. You say it's empowerment, but it's actually enchantment, right? Because it makes us feel good about ourselves and our situation. Instead of going to God and having him show us who we are, we go to the world, which will affirm our wrongs, right? And so th we think we just got, got it all together. What do I need God for? I, I, got, I got this together, right? So anyway, <laughs> like I said, I'm letting God speak through me. So I just want to even just get into um just just certain things. Like I've encountered um you know, which is in my lifetime, right? But the thing is that you know, some people just really resort to hate. I want to tell you how to deal with them. A lot of us, we, we can't resort to hate because then you would kind of be like them, right? You can't resort to that. Darkness never chases out darkness. Only light can do that. I don't know what scripture that is, but I know that scripture. Darkness can never chase out darkness. Only light can do that. So when we counteract these spirits, right? Because this is not... um. You know, Ephesians 6, 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is a spirit, right? So we need the spirit of love and how convenient the devil will want you to stay bitter, stay hateful. You disarmed yourself against the enemy, right? You have disarmed yourself being bitter, walking around hateful, walking around with the stuff in your heart. So then when you do encounter a witch or someone with that spirit, it just gets messy, right? <laughs> but anyways, as I was going to the story, I've encountered, you know, witches in my lifetime. And the thing that I did was I just was extra nice, extra loving. I remember one time I went to the to a store and um this I knew I knew who she was. It was like a uh like a gypsy witch. I knew who she was when I came in the door and she was selling candy and all of this other stuff and you know cuz I guess she was trying to get food or whatever. So, you know, she's asking for money and I was like, you know, I'm not going to buy that sandwich or that candy or nothing, but you know, I'll buy you a sandwich. I told her, I was like, well, you know, I don't have to buy any of that, but I'll buy you a sandwich. So, you know, I bought her a sandwich. You know, she, she was grateful for it. But that's how you do that. You never just go in. If anybody, especially if you know that she's with just, oh, oh my God. And then going through all of that, that just, that fuels them, right? That fuels that spirit. That fuels them. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> that just makes it all the more worse. So to combat that is with love. Like how I told you guys, when I came to church, um, didn't know I was dealing with that, you know, just was, I was so deeply hurt and still was dealing with manipulation and control that I was around loving people that caused me, you know, to look towards God and had me evaluate myself. And the thing, you know, like I said, with the title, which, which, because sometimes you don't even know you're dealing with that. You know, it's not obvious, you know, especially if it's in yourself, it's not obvious. You have the, the and, and that's why I say about the Jezebel spirit, you can't cast Jezebel out. Jezebel has to know she's a Jezebel. She has to know that. And I'm not saying like it's a gender or whatever. Even males can have the Jezebel spirit. She has to know. She has to come aware of herself because you know what? God gave Jezebel plenty of times to repent and she did not. Right? So it's giving the chance. So when you feel that, like I said this weekend, how I was going through so much um, warfare, I didn't go and talking about, you know, uh, suffer not a wish to live. I didn't say that. What I said was, you know, which, you know, you want the spirit of the wish to die. You don't want the person to die. You know, you want them to repent. So what I do to combat that is I pray. God save. Whoever's saying whatever, whoever's doing whatever, God save them. Let them repent. Let them turn away. Right? Cause I'm not about to be hateful, you know, cause what, like I said, what does that help? Darkness does not chase out darkness. You need light. Who's going to be the light, right? So, all right. <laughs> so, you know, and like I said, how easily something could be, or someone could kind of get into that, into witchcraft. And what I had highlighted was at 1616. Um, a lot of these, you know, even people that are psychics or whatever, I believe they were, you know, because gifts and callings come without repentance. You know, these are ones that are supposed to be gift things for God, right? So look, on Acts 16, 16, uh, Paul, this is when Paul and Silas, you know, was around when they were thrown in jail because of this. Uh, Paul and the slave girl with the spirit of divination, which, you know, divination is the attempt to gain insight into a question or situation by way of an occultic standardized process or ritual so anytime you try to wait i'm going to get into that but let me read act 16 16 because all of this is good to me um and it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. So in, in that, um, I'm going to read this whole thing. Um, she followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. And when the owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. 
So, you know, I just believe even in that, because, you know, it was the truth. But, you know, they was making money off of her. So it's like that was the difference, you know, in that. So some of them, when you see that, you know, all they need is deliverance. All is deliverance. And that and to show that they, you know, are, are loved and all of that. So it's like we we don't know. And some of us may be operating in that. It just comes from just that evaluation, right? So like I said, um, the uh, spirit of divination, the attempt to gain insight into a question or situation by way of, of an occultic standardized process or ritual. So basically, and I'm going to say this again, that's all that witchcraft is, is you manipulating you know, the way, the way of God. I thought I had a scripture in here about that. Okay, I do. It's just manipulating God's will. So we have to be careful that that's why I'm always like, okay, God, I want to do what's in your will. It's better. To, you better want to do what's in God's will or you lie in that where you're trying to manipulate something. I'm going to tell you that's dangerous. You know, like I said, I've tried it. I've tried and it failed every time. This is before, you know, I came back to the church and everything else, you know, after my divorce and everything, I tried to control everything, you know, when I was getting married, you know, when I was having children, when, when, when everything, how much money I was, I was trying to control it instead of just submitting myself to God. But I couldn't submit in that way because I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt and I had so much disappointment. That's another one. You know, when you have such a great deal of disappointment, that's an open door because people, we've depended on people for so long. So when they disappoint us, now we have to take things in our hands because I can't trust anybody with anything, right? Like I'm not going to lean on anybody. I had a real problem with that, you know, leaning on people for help. You know, leaning on people for assistance. I have I had a real problem with that. I'm still working through it <laughs> because I've been delivered from a lot of things. So now I'm free to allow people to, you know, help me, you know, express that I need help. But that's another thing, too, because you feel like you can control everything. You can do it and not allow somebody to help you. So that's another one. Right. So I want to go to Matthew. 721 not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven doing god's will is that's mandatory that's it right i'm gonna read it again not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. So these are saying, Lord, Lord. These can be people, you know, that are, that we say that are Christians. You know, I'm saying, Lord, Lord, look what I did. I did this. And, you know, going further into that scripture where it says, you know, I, I cast out demons in your name. I did this in your name. And then, you know, God says, depart from me. I don't know you. Right? Because you didn't do my will. So it's getting a little deeper, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a little perspective because we just feel that 
you know, with somebody that is practicing witchcraft, that is doing, you know, there's a warlock or whatever. We just feel like that it's a look, that it's a uh, a posture. And we got to know that we fall subject. Anybody is anybody is is a is is susceptible to this, right? I'm just giving you guys a clear, give you your eyeglasses so that you can evaluate yourself as I did. I'm not saying nothing that I don't know, I promise you. I'm giving you guys your eyeglasses so you can look at yourself and give you the tools to let you know that God will show you yourself. So before we point out that this one's a witch, that one's a witch, make sure that we're not, we don't have those tendencies, right? Make sure that we're not acting out of manipulation because of hurt that we're in, that we're trying to manipulate a situation because we're trying to protect ourselves. I'm just saying. <laughs> and you know, when we're dibbling and we're dabbling, we're, we're joining this and without me getting so deep, without, you know, joining this and joining that and, and being a part of this and being a part of that, not knowing that we've joined those things because of insecurities or things that are with us because of, of hurt that is within us, unresolved hurt that is with, with, within us because your actions will follow what you're thinking, how your mind is, right? So in, in this, because sometimes I even look that we, we treat, you know, witchcraft and everything so differently, right? But in Galatians 5, 19 through 21, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that's right up there, right? Witchcraft ain't the only thing. Y'all see all of this? Any, any of these will not inherit the kingdom of God. But all of these can be, be cast out by the spirit of love. And God gave me this revelation even then. And it's simple, but sometimes, you know, we don't think about it so much. How was Jesus, you know, God told me, you know, how Jesus was able to cast out, you know, all of these spirits out of these people. It's because, you know, of course, Jesus being Jesus, that, that love, right? That love. He has such an, uh, 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 I mean... The unconditional love Jesus walked in was what was needed to cast out these darkness, these dark things, the healing, the sickness, you know, everything because of the degree of love, you know, he's love, right? So basically, you know, when we have his spirit, that's that love that we should have and always nourish so that it can grow so then that we can do greater works right so we can't you know like i said be hateful and do ministry we can't be hurt and do ministry because what are we doing 
what are we doing? We're not casting out anything. We're not helping. You know, we're not helping the witch get delivered because the witch can get delivered, right? And that's what we should want. We don't want to burn them up. <laughs> we don't want to put them at the stake. We want the, to them to love and love on such unconditional level that the spirit would just leave, right? So, you know, I said something in one of my posts on, you know, my personal page. It said, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trust, always hopes, always perseveres. So this is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. We read this, you know, just so quickly, you know, but I read it like this was the, this was the secret sauce. This is the secret sauce of really doing ministry, how God wants you to do ministry. You know, he wants you. So if you're battling with this, like I said, this just comes from. So if you're hurt, it's impossible to be patient, to be kind, you know, to not be envious, you know, to to, to not boast, to not be proud, to not be rude, to not be self-seeking. <laughs> you know, you're going to be easily angered when you're hurt. You know, does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So this is what you need, right? To deal with all of that, right? So I just wanted to basically kind of bring light. You know, I wasn't here to try to to, to, to hang them, you know, to, to, to hang those in witchcraft. But there's a lot. If y'all see it, there's a lot of things going on. It's subtle. It's subtle. You know, it starts with being hurt. And then I'm just so worried, you know, that even with the, the state of the church, you know, that we're not able to do anything because we don't have that spirit of unconditional love. How can the witch get delivered? You know, and then we have some that may be in our house, in our midst, that are in, in that manipulation and in that control. And then it's like, no one's loving anybody enough so that can be cast out, right? So, you know, I know it, it, it sounds simple, but you know, it's very hard for people to love on that level of unconditional love. Listen, God got me together with, you know, not keeping records of wrongs. You know, some of y'all need to throw out them file cabinets <laughs> and receipts that you have on people. Because it's not doing anything for you. It's not helping you. It's not helping you do and go forward in the ministry that God is giving you. It's not helping you. You're just doing it. What's the purpose if you're if you're doing it and you're not you're not loving people? That's what we're missing, right? So we have to make sure and evaluate ourselves that we're not turning, you know, into these witchcraft ways. You know, we could point them out. But we can't point out the witchcraft ways in ourselves because it's so subtle and it starts with hurt. 
So I just want to admonish and encourage all of you to really just do a go through, you know, your 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 yourself with a fine tooth comb. Go through how you feel with a fine tooth comb. I promise you, and God's not going to settle it all at once. He'll bring one thing to you like, okay, you're dealing with hurt. You're dealing with this. And he'll show you where it came from. You know, it could be something from childhood that you didn't know, the trauma from childhood that you didn't know was there. You know, and then he'll show you how to how to deal with that. Because I've walked in such a season of love where nothing really rocks me anymore. You know, nothing gets me mad. I want I want to see people delivered. I want to see people, and that's what delivers people. I I helped in the deliverance one time, and that person said that the what helped them was that they felt the love, right? That's all they felt, that love. They felt supported in that moment. They didn't feel like somebody was just being mean. And I've heard that side too, where someone was like, you know, I didn't want this person um, touching or praying for me and didn't know why. Maybe because they felt that that hurt. Maybe they felt what they were carrying, right? So we need that. That love is the ingredient. That unconditional love is the ingredient, y'all. So I just, you know, like I said, this was all just an evaluation um, live. And, you know, God just had me going on here to say that, that before we go and, um, yep, he sure will Tuesday. God will allow a trigger to move you towards healing. Depth, listen, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I could tell y'all, even with the Jezebel, and like I said, I've said it, but a lot of you guys have not heard it. You know, it's even in my book. It's right here. It's right behind me. Um, where I answer my call to ministry. And, you know, I prayed and I fasted. You know, well, no, let me fast. Let me rewind. A prophet prophesied over me and said that I had a foul spirit. I said, oh, no, he's off. How he going to be right about everybody else? And he's wrong about me because I wasn't ready to face that. I wasn't ready to hear that. Right. So, you know, because I didn't go to God and did, like I wasn't ready. God knew the season when I was ready to, to be faced with that. But even when he told me that I went to God with that prophecy and was like, well, God, show me. Show me what's wrong with me. You know, show me. Why did he say I had a foul spirit? You know, I think I'm a pretty nice person. I'm a sweet person. And so a year later, when I when I answered my call to ministry, I went on like a, a two-month fast. And then I went to my pastor. And then, you know, of course, he sends you back to go on another fast, which was fine. And one day, I think the last day of that fast, it hit me so hard. And God was like, why are you so defensive? What? I'm defensive? God, show me how am I, how am I defensive, you know? And once I asked that question, a bunch of memories started flooding my mind. And I was like, whoa. And I was on the floor. I was crying. I mean, you, could, you would have to have picked me up. 
I was on the floor. I was crying. And then I heard God say, he said, when you come out of agreement with her, then you could come into agreement with this. And he was talking about Jezebel, right? So after that, I, I denounced everything, you know, whatever, you know, just give me heal from the hurt, Lord. Help me with this because you think about it. If I would have still been in agreement with her and came into ministry, you know, with all that hurt and that bitterness, who truly would I have been able to help, right? Who would I have truly been able to deliver, right? People would have been experiencing my hurt and my pain as I was ministering to them. I wouldn't be able to minister to the people that I've ministered. I wouldn't be able to have this ministry. It would, it would sound so hateful. It would sound so bitter. I would sound like I'm attacking people, right? And the thing is that the devil had plans for that hurt, right? He had plans for that hurt. I had a dream where I was bleeding on the side of my, you know, on my side. And the devil had his imps watch me to make sure that my wound, wound did not heal. That it, it continued to bleed. He didn't want it healed all the way. He had them watch to wait to see. Well, if she's, when she started healing, then I'm going to come for her. You know, let me know because I'm going to make something else hurt her. I'm going to make her go through some, some other hurt because I don't want her healed all the way. Because the, the enemy had plans for my wounds. He had plans for that hurt, y'all. And I'm going to tell you. You know where you're going in ministry when you know the plans that, that, that the enemy has for you. Like, I was supposed to be in, like, the entertainment industry. I was supposed to be, you know, doing all of this stuff, saying this stuff about people. You know, who, who knows? You know, just this influencer influencing on the other side. You know, all of this crazy stuff with celebrities and, and these people that do all this trash talking, whatever. I probably was supposed to be one of those. One of those, those uh, you know, those interview people that just like to find dirt on people, to hurt people, right? But now I'm using it and pushing the kingdom of God. You know, pushing people to come out of what they're in, come out of their hurt. Like you need to heal before you go the other way right and that's all it is people don't understand that how deep that goes and when somebody say that someone's a witch or somebody's in witchcraft it's like grab your pearls because that can never be me it can be you if you don't deal with that hurt and that pain it very well can be you it can be you it can, it's so subtle it can be you and it starts with that hurt and that bitterness and that rejection and all of that it can very well be you. So I wanted to like to shake us up a little bit to, to open up our eyes because we, we don't know when we're walking that way. You know, like I read the scripture, you know, Lord, Lord, you know, you say, wait, uh, you know, I, I uh, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of the father who is in heaven. So we have to make sure that we're in his will and us being hurt like that, we can easily step out of his will. Just letting you know, just saying.
we could be so hurt so um like like you know the the ways of the flesh being in sexual sexual immorality impurity idolatry hatred discord jealousy fits of rage we can get into that and then now we're get we get in bouts of competition we get in bouts of you know um just a lot of things we get in those bouts and then we drift and fall off so far away from god we didn't even know how far away we got right just saying we don't know how far we didn't drifted off until we look to the shore and be like how did i get here how did i get this far because you didn't check yourself you didn't get into the face of god you didn't check yourself you didn't listen when he told you you know you need to heal you need to check this and god won't enforce healing on you that's another thing god will not force healing on you you got to want that thing you gotta want it you gotta want to be healed you gotta want to be and desire to be like christ and he will help you but if you desire and want to be like yourself it's only so much he can do he not because he's waiting for you to come to you to come to him and be like god something wrong with me <laughs> show me myself and admitting it and that is the hardest thing too to admit that when you experience some of these things if you've made something an idol if you are in sexual immorality if you are jealous if you are in fits of rage if you do have selfish ambition you know checking your motives if you have you know envy uh drunkenness you know all of this stuff if you know it's not easy when he reveals it and when you know it and going to god you know people just say go to god it's not easy because then you're inviting him in and it's just it's not easy it's not easy to admit that out of your mouth that you experience this but we're flesh right <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up guys i hope this was good to you it feels good <laughs> to get that out let's see clyde what you saying our pride stops us from admitting and that oh we that pride that's on top of that hurt clyde look now you started me up that pride it, it's like it gets deeper you hurt disappointment everything and then look now i don't want to admit i feel this way so now you get into the, yeah that pride is hard to break yep and embarrassment yep you be embarrassed but you gotta know god knows that because he knows we're flesh that's why that's where grace comes in you know we're given that grace because he knows we need that we need that grace because <laughs> our flesh right we need that grace and we need that mercy yes yes lord we need it and he knows that and we have to know that he knows that but we have to go to him and say god help me we we have to want to be better he doesn't want us to, to be per perfection he wants us to 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 know and acknowledge and want to be better that's all he just wants us to be better to continue to grow in love and why because that love will help do the ministry that he has put on us. That love will help us cast out those demons that people are experiencing. That love will help heal every illness. 
that the human experience experiences, right? You know, love will cast out that cancer. Love, it, it will. Because, you know, most cancers are developed because of, be, of bitterness, right? Deep bitterness that you, and, and I mean, listen here, even that. All of this hurt that we may be harboring is causing us health issues. So then now, you know, we're dealing with this because we didn't let this build up in us, right? So it's just a, a big thing. But that's what God had revealed to me, that revelation that, that we can't do the miracle signs and wonders that we're asking for if we don't love simple it's simple but it's hard <laughs> if we don't love we can't cast out those demons and signs miracles and wonders that we're acting for we're not in that place we we still dealing with hurt and and bitterness and and still trying to work but that's when we'll find the the biggest move of god when we we get there you know that we get to that unconditional love like i'm gonna love you in spite of anything right so we just have to be careful that which witch <laughs> we're not the witch right <laughs> okay Clyde, come on stir me up again sir yes let me stir you again we have to humble ourselves and come out of our pridefulness so that god can work his process of healing yes and the thing is i forgot to mention you know even with that hurt like the enemy wants us to be hurt because what do hurt people do hurt people hurt people right and the we know the enemy scheme is to kill steal and destroy so hurt people hurt people right so that's why he wants you to remain hurt because you're gonna want to hurt people <laughs> if you if you love if you have unconditional love, you're not going to want to hurt people. You're not going to want to be in that in that evilness and and all of that darkness and you know, you're not going to want to be a part of it. If you if you really love on that level. Right? But yep, cuz hurt people hurt people. So he wants you to be hurt so then that you can hurt people so you can continue to work cuz look, the devil ain't everywhere at the same time. Like Clyde said, he starts a cycle, he throws you in there comes back later to see okay is she almost out or is he or she almost out oh wait 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 i gotta stir something else up let me throw her back in there let me throw him back in there because he almost out <laughs> he wants you to stay there Whew. but i hope this was good to you guys as it was good to me i just wanted to lay that um plain and simple thing you know that god had laid on my heart to talk about this because if we're going to save you know the witch you gotta learn how to love because what is the bottom of why they're doing what they're doing is because of hurt you know there's no such thing as good witches you know if you're manipulating god's plan god's will everything good is not god right so, you know, we have to adopt to what God has plant, planned for our lives. We got to submit to that because that is the only way, you know, and they're not above being being saved and delivered. Like I said, I named all those 
things that God hates that won't inherit the kingdom of God. But all of those things you can it is they can be delivered. They can be delivered. But which witch? We got to make sure we we point out witches that we ain't the witch. Right? That we ain't doing which ways. We ain't doing which things. We got to make sure that we ain't the witch. <laughs> right? Deal with that hurt. Deal with that pain. Go to God. Go go to your mirror moments. Maybe that'll be a, a, a good definition for you guys. So the next time that you think about prayer and worship, say, hey, I got to have my mirror moment with God. It was good. And love is important. It covers a multitude. Yep, that's right, Claire. That's what I was going to say. It covers a multitude of sins. Thank you. That's what I was going to say, too. We got to love. But yep. So when you go to the next time you go to prayer, worship, say, I don't treat it as a chore. I'm having my mirror moment. Because he's going to show you who what, what you're doing. <laughs> what you need to care. You could be praying for somebody else. It happens so many times. I could be praying for somebody else and God tapped me on my shoulder. Uh-uh. Let's deal with you. You know, and I mean, not praying bad, but you know, just praying, you know, for somebody. He said, let's take care of you. Right? You know, you pray and you try to cover everybody else. You got some things you need to deal with right so <laughs> so i'm gonna end this for real for real for real it is seven o'clock um i just want you guys let me get to my uh subscribe to my youtube channel the songs of my emotions ministry because it does stream on youtube as well um let's see you can follow me on instagram that's where i have like you know notifications i sometimes Post other stuff on there. It's Relinda C. McCoy. Um, I have an email, Relinda McCoy at the PFME.com. And my podcast. Listen, you could be in a car if you are not able to view any of these. Most of the time, I, I have new ones that I don't even make announcements about that pop up on my podcast. So you guys want to subscribe to any of the platforms. So then you can have notifications that say, hey. You know, the Songs of My Emotions podcast uploaded, you know, a new episode. So you want to get that because some stuff I don't even advertise and say, hey, this is available now because I drop it and I go, right? I drop the nugget and I go. <laughs> so you want to subscribe to that to get some like new fresh um, nuggets. And then, of course, the Psalms of My Emotions book is on Amazon. There is another book coming that I'm excited about. It's poetry. I'm excited about that. Um, that is definitely my heart is poetry. TikTok, I've been falling off a little bit for silence and bonnets, but I will, when I finish or get close to finishing my book, I will be reciting my poetry there with my bonnet on. <laughs> I don't know. God gave it to me. You know how when they say God gives you uh, witty, witty ideas and inventions? That is one of the things that God told me to do. It was so weird. You know, get on TikTok on your bonnet and do, you know, inspirational things and, you know, read your poetry, which I have not obeyed to do that. But he said to recite poetry in your bonnet and call it sonnets and bonnets. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm obeying God, right? <laughs> so I thank you guys for coming in. You know, share this for anyone that you feel may need to make sure that you know while we're pointing out and 
We know who the witches are, making sure that we ain't witchy, right? Let's make sure that we're not witchy. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you guys soon for Emotion Devotion on Friday morning. All right, have a good day. Bye-bye.